toys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds. Welcome to another platinum certified episode of Where the Toys Are. I'm Brent James. I'm Where the Toys Are on Instagram. And I'm Sam Super, the Grail Gang Goo, the audio tourist on Instagram. What's going on, Brett? Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's, it's good. The year's, uh, it, it feels like January is just like, you know, eight weeks long or something. It's like January 20th. Yeah. I hate this month so much. It's really long, right? It's really gross. And it's cold. Well, today was beautiful. Today was warm in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's a really nice day. But other than that, it's cold and dreary and it's disgusting. Been, it's, it's been super cold in California in the Bay Area. We haven't gotten above like 52 degrees on an average. And, you yeah. know, I know. People who listen in other parts of the world that it's like where it's cold as fuck. It's like hella snow. But I love when you tell somebody when they say, "How you doing?" Oh, I'm cold, and they say something like, "Oh, this isn't cold. I'm from you know, yeah, blah blah blah, where it's super cold." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, but I didn't ask you that." <laughs> anyway, how you doing, babe? How's Penny? I'm doing good. Penny Lane's good. How's all the animals? All the animals are good. Everything's good, man. Just been getting through the week. Uh, you know, just. Um, Looking forward to closing out January soon enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, heading to LA this weekend to visit uh, the mom and uh, do a Christmas do-over. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't, you know, we didn't make it down for Christmas. Uh, it we, was so stormy. Well, it was that, and also we weren't, you know, uh, one of us got sick and we didn't, we couldn't get a COVID test, and then we got COVID tests and we tested clean, but we're like, we're not going to bother. Yeah. So we're going to do a doing a Christmas do-over at mom's uh, over the weekend. Yeah, COVID be tests have become harder to find than Black Series figs. Absolutely. You know, um, you know before Christmas it was really tough finding COVID tests. And uh, luckily, I was able to find some today to quick test. So nice. I'm stoked on that. Um, it's it's funny. Fortunate. You feel like all doctor and shit when you do it. When if you first start doing it, you're like, this is scary. And then you do it. You're like, oh, I can just give us all shots now. Yeah. You well, know? I read this article I'm today. I'm a vet now. <laughs> I'm a vet now. <laughs> um, I read this article today that, like, I guess there's some weird trend that was happening around Christmas time with families who couldn't get more than one test um, where they'd basically all swab their noses with the same one thing oh and my. then test it and if it came back negative then they were good to go out as a family and I guess this is something that's been happening and uh, it wasn't really making me sick yeah because medically that's pretty nasty <laughs> oh god you don't even know what you're creating doing that yeah it's like COVID, I mean people just don't I mean COVID-69 oh, um, anyways but Luckily, I have individual Ugh. tests for me and Penny, so uh, <laughs> yeah. starting out on some gross facts. I started mine on my an- my anus, <laughs> my anal swab. G- gross pickups. Yeah. What's happening with the pickups? Well, uh, you know, usually on certain Fridays, I go ahead and hit Target. Yeah. Um, right now, we're having a lot of cool little odds and ends shipping. Uh, luckily today I was able to find the Savage He-Man with Orko. Mm, beautiful. Uh, Masterverse. Great figures. He's, he, folks, Orko is amazing. Orko looks really good. Look at that. I'm going to have to pop on to see if they have it on Target.com. Yeah, he looks really good. And then, uh, you know, the He-Man figure looks like Kazar, the yeah. Marvel character. But Did, he looks great. Has a second head? No. No. Just the Savage head. And then he's got comes with an axe, a sword, and a spear. Nice. Looking pretty good. Also found the... Uh, Hasbro Transformers Coronation Starscream from the 86 movie. Right. Uh, amazing figure. Comes with a, a purple Decepticon throne, a crazy cape, a crown. You know? Turns into a throne. Yeah. I and love then it's it. really cool because when he sits down on the throne, 
his um, his cape plugs into the back of the throne so he can store it. Uh, it's a great figure, they man. They thought of everything. Yeah, How I love hard that. it must be to design those. I love that movie so much, and it's it's really funny because I'm realizing that I have so many of those seeker plane type robots now, right? Yeah. Like, Farron gave me like those three for my birthday. Right. I already had like three other ones, and this is like my second Starscream, so I got like what, like seven seekers? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so the figure was really nice, and then I also found the uh, the new The Batman Riddler character figure from McFarlane. He looks like the Zodiac Killer. Uh, really creepy design. Beautiful. Really creepy design. So luckily, um, stuff that I saw online in other parts of the country, people are like, yo, you know, the, uh, the Savage Land uh, He-Man is starting to hit Target, so is the Coronation Starscream. Sure enough, found one of each. Crazy. Was pretty stoked on that. The Target I go to do, well, I don't go to it as much as I should. You hit the, you hit the bricks, so that's why you find the treasures. Yeah, you know, it's, again, we talk about this all the time. I go to Target at least once or twice a week for just anything. Because yeah. I drink, like, you know, sparkling seltzer water like a freaking, like a, a horse, man. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I should go there more, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know. So there was that, and then also stuff that came in. I got my Valiverse figures finally, Action Force, the Sergeant Slaughter, and Bone Collector, and Weapons Pack. They finally arrived. Amazing quality, great design, a customizer's dream. Being into military style figures, you know, Wave One sold out all over the place once they started shipping. These are fetching two to three times on eBay and Mercari. Instantly. Yeah, like the Sardis Slaughter is going from eighty to one hundred and twenty bucks. That's good. man. I missed out on this again. Yeah, second Sardis Slaughter you missed, and uh, you know, Valiverse even went ahead and put up their leftover stock this week, and it sold out instantly. Um, but they were doing, you know, they're limiting it to one per customer of each character yeah. which is you gotta you know you gotta I mean, say that's that's a great way to do it yeah I mean, and how many of these things do you really need anyway if you unless you're gonna try to flip them troop build well they they actually make uh, troop builder type blank figures that are like you know um come in different colors that are like ones in black ones in green ones in blue and you can troop build with those well then let's do it then yeah those are pretty good. Uh, those are still in stock. Um, and then also, um, they're announcing their Waves uh, 2 and 2A, uh, which are coming out uh, March and May, I think. Yeah. Uh, and another shot and Slaughter. You can jump on that. Looking good. With the, with the you know, the, the the one in the tank top. Looking pretty cool. Yeah. Right. So the Valorous figures, they, they, came, um, they came pretty quick. And <clears throat> they even packed in a... Uh, like neon green uh, caution paper to how to like heat up your action figures with water or with a dryer to make sure the joints are nice and loose. Mine came pretty okay. I only had to heat up um, like Sergeant Slaughter's feet to get on the base and they come with like that beautiful base, you know? It's great. Have you seen a lot of people online? Are people um, having problems with these or? No, because uh, like I said, Valiverse is really, you know, forward and going like, hey, this might be a problem do this but everybody when they started getting their sets and reviewing them everybody was just blown away by the quality and you know you handled a couple of them they're pretty cool yeah they're great they're pretty cool yeah so then also i managed to uh also get the fennec shand and boba fett uh tython aka tuscan fett yeah and also um two bats and two alley vipers from hasbro pulse when all that stuff went up a couple weeks ago I got my Shenick and I got my uh, my Fett. Funny enough, after a train delay, uh, crazy story. So last weekend in Los Angeles, like there's been these crazy like container train heists, and there was a train derailment last weekend. And literally, when I looked on my um, you know UPS thing for the shipping or whatever, it was like 
delayed due to train derailment, and I immediately started thinking about Boba Fett and <laughs> the know, same like people, like the Pikes again. Yeah. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! It's the freaking Pikes and Fett. I just hate the Pikes so much. They're, 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 they're gonna they're gonna fucking get theirs. Uh, I hope so. It's so, been a while though. It was kind of ironic that 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 shipment was delayed by train derailment. I know. <laughs> um, and the one issue I did have is I got one Alley Viper, but no bats. And, oh, and so I went ahead and called up Hasbro. It's nice to be able to actually call them and talk to somebody. Yeah. And uh, they were like... And they're pretty good, too. Yeah, they apologized. Um, there was something screwed up with the ordering system, so they immediately ordered me my two bats and then one more Alley Viper. So hopefully I'll get those next week because those those bats are hot, man. I'm seeing so many people post pictures of those, and they look so cool. They look really good. Yeah, they did a really good job with those. So then... Um, after three phone calls, uh, hopefully those will arrive next week. Oh. Um, and you know, usually, you know, Hasbro's pretty good about shipping and stuff, but like, you know, they're like the they're like the, the manufacturer. You think that you'd be able to get stuff okay? That's a pretty big like mess up on their part. It it's is a pretty big, you know. But I know they do what they can to replace it. Yeah, it was mispicked. I don't I don't understand how Remember they how that sent happened. Me, um, uh, yeah. Another uh, Trapper John or Trapper, whatever his name. Tra- you Trapper got a Trapper John in Wish. <laughs> oh yeah, we're making a line of mash figs. Yeah, we're doing mash figures. <clears throat> we're doing mash in six-inch form. Well, we definitely need Gilligan's to do Island. Well, we definitely need a, a, a you know a Magnum PI figure, man. We gotta we gotta figure there that one out. There needs to be everything with the facial technology. Everything in six-inch. <laughs> there you go. Um, so then, another acquisitions that I ended up uh, happening upon was the um, Damn Toys Solomon Plan 112 figure. It's a tactical military figure. You uh, you, sh- you saw me post some pictures of it. Yeah. That character that kind of looks like uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. A uh, really cool figure, really cool soft goods. Um, I don't know if it's from a series or whatever, a one-off, but I found a good deal on it. It's a HK, uh, HK import uh, figure, and uh, that was pretty cool. And then... Um, you know, I gotta say that's that's pretty much about it. Uh, stuff came in, and I found a few things, and uh, you know, and oh, and also, um, you know, picked up that Super Seven sled. It's a good set. What oh can my I gosh, say? that that, you G- know? that GI Joe sled, man! I want to go to the snow just to play with it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna shoot something with like white sheets and white walls, and then maybe obscure it or something. But <clears> but it's crazy that they, you know Super Seven actually made that freaking sled. That's nuts. Yeah, and if you had looked deep, there's a lot of things that you have to discover on it, like where they yeah. put the guns and mm-hmm. where this slips into, and yeah, a lot of thought went into this. Well designed, well designed, well designed, and I mean the box alone. Yeah, the box. It's is a beautiful. throwback. Give me another vehicle now. Yeah, absolutely. So how about you? How's up? What's up? pickups uh well i got this sled the gi joe you know sled thing that was cutesy and i got um the so i ordered wave 31 of the black series figs the boba fett what's in that wave it's fennec boba uh-huh. uh bib dr amazon mm-hmm. ponda baba mm-hmm. Stormtrooper, Jedi Stormtrooper, mm-hmm. Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, and I had to take a picture of it. Oh, and uh, Migs from the Mandalorian. Oh, nice. So Bill Burr. So and that came. That was in Princess Leia in her ceremonial. ceremonial thing. Yeah. Which I was about to rip the one off the card, the green card, but then I was like, just wait, just wait. So now I want to take a picture of all of them. Nice. With the Han that I left at fucking Disney. Yeah. yeah. So I have to use the old monkey Han, but monkey Han. So I got that. That came. Yeah. And that was a real quick thing. That was a real quick turnaround. Have you opened up all the figures? No. I have a pile of things to open up. I still haven't opened up Barbecue oh, wow. from G.I. Joe. That's how behind I am on things. Crazy. So, And I don't want to be a pig. Look at, look around. I yeah. mean, I just, there's no room. <laughs> one interesting thing that I got, well, Steven got, it got. It was one of those things where it got lost. FedEx put it on the wrong floor. He had it sent to his work. work yeah. Is um, the Jada Frankenstein box set. Have you seen that? 
Oh, wow. So yeah. it has a slip box. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it was cheap. Now, is it the one that comes with the bed? Or Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a black and white thing. And he's in there. And so now I have the creature. And I've seen Frank. We didn't open him up. We Well, like fools opened him up and not took him out. Um, and so, to be honest, it looks like it might be a little hard to put together. And it might be a little only at first sight a little janky uh-huh. but i want to kind of mess around with it but the fig looks great yeah. so now that i've seen the creature and i've seen frank i hands down i'm all in for jada yeah so we're gonna universal get monsters wolfman we're gonna get all everybody and imagine we're gonna get all of them yeah I so really, many people hold the universal license right now i really hope they make a phantom of the opera like the you know the creepy one with a creepy face oh yeah not totally. the not the not the old old one but like the the one that we all know the, right. was it, is it lon chaney was it yeah with yeah. the whole yeah when he's all ah, yeah one of the first things you see as a kid and you're like oh no 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 i don't want to see that ever again i love that figure when i had it it's such a sweetsy thing and then you grow older and fa- the phantom of the opera is one of my favorite characters of all time he's yeah. a good one yeah absolutely Absolutely. And they also made a Invisible Man, mm-hmm. and here he is. Oh, nice! Don't you see me? <laughs> Looks great. Oh yeah, I forgot we're on the radio, so I'm holding up <laughs> nothing. It's invisible <laughs> to go with my Invisible Jet. So another thing that shipped too is the um, Palace Guard from Big Bad Toy Store that people were fighting in pick and save it's called big lots now but when i was growing up it was called pick and save. that's crazy and he came i didn't know that that's the version of or that's the only choice you get for man at arms for that line oh really there's no they didn't make a man at arms i don't know i don't think so that's crazy now so did you where did you get those from Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah, they finally shipped. Yeah. That's cool. So I'll open one and I'll keep one on. Because the packaging is for those things are so beautiful. See, that's the thing. The, the new Masters of the Universe Origins packaging is beautiful. It's just the paintings amazing. Are fantastic. Yeah. So they're so cheap. You can find like Wind Raiders for 18 bucks now. It's yeah. worth getting a second one. But then again, you got you can get a storage unit, you know, for all this well, I have, goddamn shit. I have shit. two Sky Sleds because you have one for Skeletor and one for, you know, He-Man. Right. And, uh, you know, the wind, the, the wind Raider is pretty cool and all the other stuff, you know, the, I mean, oh, and oh gosh. And I picked up Strider. Right. Strider the horse. Right. Um, for, you know, Fisto's horse. What an amazing origin figure. so good. Yeah. It comes with a, a really cool base. It's like a pen that attaches the castle gray skull. <laughs> oh my God. It comes with two different helmets. Great movement. Um, really cool laser blast effects. I think this is probably the best Strider that they've ever made. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty really. How, it's, how many have been made? I know that Super Seven, yeah, Mattel original. Yeah, I think. This. The, I think. I just think the detail on this one for the price point is just nuts. You know. And do it, you think they'll do Midnight or whatever his name was? They better. Yeah. I mean, um, if they did Panther, they got to do Midnight. But oh, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, is it Midnight or is it Nightmare? Nightmare. Okay. Nightmare. I forget. It's Nightmare. Well, because um, the Jitsu Buzz Off Wave is out right now, and yeah. it, it, it's a no-brainer to do Midnight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is that horse is a little bit bigger than the original, and it holds uh, classics, origins, and uh, masterverse figures pretty well. Mm. They all look pretty good. Love it. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for pickups, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you have anything too. else? No, that's a, that is it. I think I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. We got these little wooden. Uh, I'm holding up a picture of these little wooden Bart trains. Oh, I saw those. Those are hilarious. So is there like a Bart, like a gift shop somewhere where you can go buy these fucking trains? Anyway, folks, little like magnetic, like when you were a kid and you would have these Thomas the Tank engines and they would click together and you could add different cars. It's like that. So you're supposed to get different, you know. To make Bart trains. To make Bart trains. I think it's 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 so funny. funny. Locally here in the Bay Area, we have Bay Area Rapid Transit, which is like this... uh, 
blue and white train that's been around since this, you know, 70s or it's whatever, a 60s. It's garbage can. <laughs> um, yeah, they finally didn't, they, they finally started remodeling trains in the last five years. Yeah. And it's funny because they're like, you know, the ones that are new, they don't have any carpeting. It's all <laughs> like you can just hose the whole thing off. Yeah, totally. Um, somewhere in my stuff, I'm going through all those shit boxes. I have like Bart pamphlets from like 80, like seven. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Grad Night things too and, and Star Tours things. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Cool pamphlets. So anyways, <laughs> um, and things. Yeah. Oh man, there's just too much stuff, I right? I hate it. Well, I have in, in storage in, in my garage, I have like a big plastic container that is just full of rave flyers from like 1992 up until like like 1996 in San Francisco and Los Angeles. And you know, I just kept those things. They're so cool. Well, and it's something you can always have. Yeah, and plus I went to a lot of, a lot of raves when I was younger, like when that shit first hit the States. And man, uh, I kept a lot of, lot of memorabilia. Well, that's the thing, you know, being collectors, records, toys, pieces of paper, <laughs> comic books, whatever. I just always thought that, I'm just trying to get comfortable here. Pardon me, folks. I just always thought that there, it, it would take forever to fill this up. When I first moved here, I was like, oh, we got plenty of room, blah, blah, blah. And it just seems like the last couple years, this whole fucking pandemic thing is when it really, really exploded. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Sell it all. Give it all. I mean, I'm leaving all this stuff to you. Thank you. I've said that several times. Appreciate and that. And I'm serious. All right, then. And I promise I won't murder you for it. You won't have to. All right. So we'll be back. Make sure that you are um, kind of staying tuned to learn more about our amazing uh, 40th anniversary kickoff event yeah, in late yeah. February. Yep. Um, we're stoked. Mm -hmm. You should be stoked. Promise it's worth waiting for. And we promise that we will also continue to be as transparent as humanly possible with you kind of about the how the supply chain is working, when yep. you'll be able to get those figures. Um, again, what this kind of means is that you will likely, once we do pre-orders on this, it means that you'll probably have a couple of outstanding pre-orders at the same time, mm -hmm. may end up with some overlapping pre-orders as the year progresses. We appreciate your patience and we promise you that we are making a lot of these figures yeah. and that if you Thank are pre-ordering, you there are figures reserved for you and we'll make sure that you get them. Yes. Awesome, so without further ado, enjoy the rest of your day and yo, yo Joe. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and cover the news. What's going on in the toy world? So. Um, we're going to just go down the list of companies that are putting out cool stuff. Uh, let's start with uh, NECA Toys, NECA Toys, our favorite, mm. our favorite uh, company to mispronounce. Um, <laughs> they're pushing this new Universal Monster TMNT thing. Right. They're doing uh, like Frankenstein, Hunchback, other creatures. Uh, so right now they're pushing the TMNT uh, Leonardo Hunchback figure. It's kind of crazy because like his back opens up and you can store his stuff in it. That's perfect. And it's huge. Yeah, and the sculpts are pretty crazy. So that's pretty pretty cool there. That's the newest thing that um, that NECA announced. And then... Uh, As a Halloween fiend, I could see he's wanting those. Yeah, you know, well, they, they made them back in the day. You right. know, um, so it's kind of cool that they did a real cool update. Yeah. Um, and then McFarlane uh, is shooting on all cylinders, uh, firing on all cylinders for the new Batman, the Batman movie. Right. Those figures are trying to hit stores, the vehicles, the cheapy figures. Um uh, the, I think the cheapy figures are actually from Jazzwares, but um, anyways, or maybe Spin Master. Hmm. Um, but anyways, the McFarlane is is uh, putting out their Batman, the Batman figures, along with upcoming Future State Batman, Dark Detective, and the crazy. Have you ever seen the Batman that's like the homeless crazy Batman with a bat? He wears like this multicolored, weird, fucked up like um, 
out, Batman outfit. Have you ever seen him? No. So his name is uh, Zuren. Oh, man, I don't even know how to pronounce it. But in the comic book, uh, Bruce Wayne keeps this, like, crazy, uh, like, uh, psychotic, uh, schizophrenic Batman personality as a backdoor uh, that he, like, takes to the streets in when he's trying to hide. And uh, they're making a crazy figure of it. I'll show you a picture of it a little bit later. Yes, please. So, but McFarlane is just putting out tons of stuff like they always do. Mm. Um, and I really wish they'd get their face at, their face paint <laughs> situation sorted out. Yeah. Okay, and then the biggest news that I have is Hasbro did a G.I. Joe fan first live stream today. Did you happen to watch it? I didn't watch it. I uh, saw some, like, okay. wrap-ups and The G.I. Joe team is how you do marketing teams, right. okay? Uh, Emily, uh, Emily from marketing and Lenny from design, they're the best. They give you good information. They just get to the point. They're pumped on the product. Lenny, the designer is just, just juice to show off what they're doing. Right. So, um, they went ahead and revealed the classified series, Tomax and Zaymont for classified. They look really good. The two brother businessmen who run the Crimson Guards. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because somebody pointed out today that online that uh, one of them kind of looks like Tom Cruise <laughs> and the other one kind of looks like uh, uh, the actor who played big in uh, <laughs> who played big in the Sex in the City, the guy who got canceled. <laughs> and I started looking at the face scopes and they kind of looked that way, like subtle, very subtle. I always thought they would be a two pack. Yeah. The Crimson Twins. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, thinking about that. How lame is it going to be if you can't get both of them? I mean, you have to get, you have to. Yeah. So, um, so that's coming up. Uh, that's coming out. And three then, and three per package. And then also they went ahead and announced, uh, Stalker the Ranger, classic G.I. Joe character. He's looking pretty good in his Ranger uniform and a bit of a modern tactical update. Very stoked that they're finally putting out a classified Stalker. And then, um, they went ahead and, uh, also announced, uh, a new Lady J. And Baroness, but it wouldn't be Hasbro without repacks and recolors. So they're doing a new Baroness based on the sculpt from the motorcycle, but it's updated and has different deco and stuff. And then they also have the uh, Lady J that's closer to her animated uniform. This is a new thing that Hasbro seems to be doing. They're making figures that are closer to the animated counterparts. They also announced a Gung Ho that looks perfect. He looks like the Gung Ho from the comic, the Gung Ho from the TV show. And... um, you know, they, they, what they call the Sunbow cartoon look. Mm. It's that look that they have. Mm. They also went ahead and announced a Destro that looks more like the cartoon. And uh, it's also supposedly in some kind of new retro packaging that they haven't announced. Uh, mm. They haven't shown off yet. And those are all classified. Those are all classified, yeah. And then mm. finally, they're doing a three-pack of the Viper, which is the hardest figure to find, right. which is a great idea to do a three-pack of Viper. So you can do it has a commander and two regulars. Finally, hopefully, maybe I'll get that Viper instead of paying 80 bucks a figure for it. Totally. But, you know, Hasbro did a really good job of, of um, you know, getting ahead of stuff. They talked about, uh, we want to uh, be very transparent with the fans and what we're doing. And they also announced they started doing what uh, the, the Black Series team does is they'll do the renders of the figures when they don't have product to show. So they'll do the full render, and that's the render that eventually uh, gets, you know, used for manufacturing or whatever. But it was really cool to, to have them show that off. And they're really enthusiastic. And they're just a great, great. a great pair of people. They just they just really present their stuff really They've well. They've always just been class. Yeah, absolutely. Always. And then the other big announcement was the return of the O-ring figures. They're doing two packs of Cobra Troopers and Duke and Cobra Commander in O-ring form. And you know they probably took a, a big hint from Origins, from Mattel Origins, uh, He-Man Origins, because yeah. people love those old figures. All right. So looking forward to that. The uh, GI Joe Fan First Friday live stream was. Fantastic. It was amazing. It was so good. It was really great to watch that. 
and I feel really hyped on G.I. Joe. Um, next, we had Mezco. Mezco announced... Did you see the, the announcement for Mezco today? The Captain Nemo thing? Yeah. So they do, you know, it's it seems like a lot of companies do, like, public domain characters, like Captain Nemo and 2000, uh, 2000 Leagues Under the Sea or whatever, right. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. They did a Captain Nemo figure that was really cool. You know, he has, like, white hair, long beard and stuff. And he looks like action, like an action-packed Nemo. Yeah. So they went ahead and released a pre-sale for a manta ray for Nemo to ride on, which is really killer. <laughs> and then a two-pack of crew crewman figures. And the two-packs come with four different heads, so you can do multiple crewmen to build his crew. Yeah. So Mesco's really trying to push this. You two know, bodies, one, four heads. Yeah, one one uh, one twelve scale um, Nemo line. And, you know, I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I admire what they're doing, but I didn't want to get involved. You know, I didn't yeah, want to pick I it mean, up or build it or anything. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, I, I but just if pick- you were like a Nautilus, you know, some naughty Nautilus. Yeah. If you were a Nautilus. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I you know, working at the port, I kind of like seafaring stuff. Like yeah. I like, I kind of like stuff like that. Right. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so that was a cool announcement from Mezco, and then um, Super Seven went ahead and announced the second wave of GI Joe animated uh, reaction figures, and uh, man, they just got so much stuff in the pipeline. Uh, so real quickly, uh, you're familiar with Boss Fight Studios. They yeah. do like four inch figures. Maybe I think they're kind of dabbling in six inch. They announced a Sunday comics line. So they're going to do Dennis the Menace, Beetle Bailey, Haga the Horrible, but all in like that classic Saturday, uh, uh, Sunday morning comic book uh, comic style. Even imagine. Yeah. yeah so I thought that was kind of cool. Right. That was pretty cool. Um, and then Mattel is just kind of chugging along with putting out their Origins and, and Masterverse line. Yeah. I've seen people with it already have the Cyclops. Um, I mean, Triclops, he's looking really cool. Can't wait to get that. Um, yeah, I'm slowly falling behind with that line. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I just um, I just love that line. It, yeah. it reminds me of classics because of the scale. And I, I think the molds are great. I like, you know, kind of how the heads are a little bit smaller. It's kind of cartoony. Revelations. Yeah, yeah. the Revelations line is great. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to when they actually start tackling classic He-Man characters at that scale. Because right. they're going to do it. It's it's just bound to happen. Have, did, have you gotten Stinkor yet? Have not gotten Stinkor okay. yet. Okay. Or Fisto? I uh, haven't gotten Fisto either. I, I haven't been able to find him. Stock on Big Bad. Yeah. I haven't been able to find him. I just kind of like finding him in the wild, Me you know? Too. Um, which is and always good. It seems good. like with this line that we will eventually find these, like, you know? Like, yeah. You're finally finding, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Beastman. He's, you know, plentiful now when he was kind of scarce a bit. Right. Um, but overall, I'd say that it's it's pretty cool just to see that line uh, really blossom. And it's funny because, like I told you, the guy who, uh, you know, I found that, uh, that a uh, savage he-man um at target today and this guy was just like i said you know he was just holding it and taking pictures of it but he, he didn't buy it so <laughs> yeah. i bought it but he was like oh yeah you know i'm not gonna get it you know they're not gonna make another another season of that show and that show's kind of like he started just kind of going Is off on like how he didn't like the show i'm like okay cool man just okay. give me that figure so i can leave <laughs> didn't ask didn't <laughs> yeah, ask exactly but thanks pr- for being that guy it was pretty funny so real quickly um here's that batman i was telling you about in that crazy oh, wow, deco. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, Batman of Zur and Earth, uh, the Batman R.I.P. comic. He's a really cool Batman. Uh, he's like another alternative Batman. Uh, so that's so coming good. up for McFarlane as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it for news. There's other really cool stuff happening like um, Haya Toys, who does the uh, four inch Predators and Aliens and Robocop. They got the Judge Dread license, so they're doing four-inch Judge Dread figures, uh, and they're also going to apparently maybe tease doing six-inch figures. Really? Yeah, and those seems are, like everybody's jumping into that six-inch, six and seven. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Um, also, another another scale um, that I'm kind of into and starting to kind of humor is the um, the four inch line by Joy Toy and Acid Rain. Hmm. They make that like super futuristic tactical like robots and armies, and they're all about you know four inches tall, super posable. Like, you know, 30 points of articulation, and they're small enough that they make really cool vehicles and robots and environments. And uh, my barber, um, my barber, Julie, one of the dudes who's a friend of mine who works at the barber shop, United Grooming in Oakland, if you're in Oakland, United Grooming, uh, Tony, he's, he's a big, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars vintage collection collector. Yeah. But he started collecting that, the, those Joy Toy and Acid Rain figures, and he's like, oh, man, they're so cool for customizing. Uh, he doesn't collect anything over, um, you know, four inches, but he also does 12 inch, like, you know, hot toys and stuff. Right. But he was telling me about him, and I've been looking at him online and Big Bad and stuff, and they're making uh, Warhammer figures at that scale so i don't know man i mean it's just anything goes yeah at least they're smaller (laughs) easier to store easier to store to display yeah easier to store and display you can do more things with them yeah you know i've been finding a different vintage collection figs like um bo katan yeah um and things like that and it's fun to see in both in both scales i feel kind of funny though because i kind of feel like um if i downscale and start collecting that you know, I'm going to probably have to get a real camera to shoot this stuff because it just seems silly to have something at such a small scale. You know, like you need a telephoto lens or you yeah. need to really do some serious. Or just to upgrade to the newest whatever you have. Yeah. I don't know. I got a pretty good phone camera. I mean, better than, better than you know, any digital camera we've ever had in our lifetime. That's for sure. For damn sure. Yeah, for damn sure. But I'm, it's time for me to like step it up, do one or the other. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I got a friend who she started uh, doing like uh product photography like for food and stuff and bars and stuff and she's getting really deep into photography and um it's kind of funny because penny's like oh yeah you should check out sam's toy photography because you know he uses a loom cube and stuff and kind of like sets up shots and it was just kind of funny because i i have this friend justine who's like doing real photography like for product stuff and i'm like yeah i guess i kind of do product photography too you know yeah totally (laughs) yeah yeah some people think of it you know it's like and also i think we talked about this before too when you um are you are you a photographer if you're using your phone well yeah you know and some people don't think you are though some people but that's just the snobbery with anything yeah that's just gatekeeping or whatever but i mean i just think that i love it gatekeeping that's a great way to put it but yeah everything's got gatekeeping you know like like scenes music scenes uh tattooing everything but i think that once you if you take a picture of a toy you're a toy photographer you take a picture of a dog you're a dog photographer (laughs) you're a dog photographer take a picture of yeah, you give yourself a coronavirus test. You're a doctor, my friend. <laughs> you totally are. You're a vet. <laughs> You're a doctor. I'm a total doctor. You want to take a little break? Let's take a break. Well, we'll be right back. TV things. TV things. TV things. TV things. TV things. Yeah, man. So uh, Lots of good TV things. So over the last two weeks, we've had two episodes of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and quite possibly episode three being the most controversial Star Wars thing <laughs> since mean, the is, Rise of Skywalker. everything? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, it's so, uh, you know, if you're listening to the show, we hope you like Star Wars. We're pretty sure you like Star Wars, and we're pretty sure you probably watch Book of Boba Fett, so spoiler warning. Yeah. But anyways, um, so yeah, episode three. Three, um, we had an interesting introduction of 
the Mod Scooter Gang. Mm-hmm. You heard me right, folks. Scooters in Star Wars uh, that look like Vespas. Mods. And mods. Uh, and they're called mods because they modify their body, not because they like the Who and like Scott. And by Thundercat. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> so, um, you know, the Mod Scooter Gang freaked everybody out. But funny enough, oh, a scooter gang is like they would park their scooters at, you know, uh, Dex's diner in Coruscant and be like, yo, we're going to get some milkshakes or some shit. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was a super divisive episode. Uh, Robert Rodriguez has been getting a lot of flack for his directional style as well. Um, people are just not happy with his, the way he's been directing Star Wars episodes. Uh, people feel that his episodes have been the weakest in so far of all the four episodes. I enjoyed him. I understand how slow it was. But the nothing was slower than that speeder chase. Such a weird it was thing so to weird. watch. Oh, I would back and watch it, it like five times. And I'm like, this slow. is such a weird thing. It feels like the speeder. It feels like the chase from like Back to the Future. It is. But, it's an homage to that. But but it's, it's even slower than that. <laughs> I know, but it's a total homage to that. It has to be. Well, I was I was hoping that maybe like when dude crashed his scooter, his, uh, his speeder. Bantha poo. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you guys could have at least done that because it was, it, and it looks weird. It did look weird. Some people were thinking maybe it was filmed on a track, like all the vehicles were on a track, and so they could only go a certain speed or whatever. Yeah. But it, it was really weird. And I remember, like, the last time I saw a crazy chase like that was like a uh, bad example of a movie, but Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or whatever, the <laughs> yeah. Radars movie, where they're, that Raiders movie where they're doing. Uh, that Indiana Jones doing with their, uh, movie where they're doing that chase in the jungle, yeah, and they're jumping back and forth. I mean, that's that's a freaking cool chase, yeah. But it was fast. It looked like it was going fast. But you know, maybe they ran out of CGI money or something. Maybe I don't know. They, 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 they blew the budget on like all the mirrors on her fucking scooter. And <laughs> yeah, because we're talking Star Wars here. The Star yeah. Wars has been breaking molds since minute one. People were expecting that, like you know, if they're got scooters, they should be dirty. But I'm like, well, they're also stealing water, so maybe they're stealing water to clean their scooters. Yeah, maybe they. I mean, I'm doing mental gymnastics over here trying to justify the whole thing. It was man. Just, yeah, it was crazy to see those bright colors just pop oh, up yeah. like that. But and it I was, was like, you know, well, right away they're thinking um, Power Rangers, right? In retrospect, though, Ninja it, Turtles. It really feels that like that was the most George Lucas thing about it, though. Yeah, it was very de- like you said, Dex's Diner and yeah. and very um, uh, American graffiti. Yeah, even like kind of like the background music and yeah. the whole idea behind him and rebellion it was yeah. very very george lucas very. it was it was and you, you know, remember that star wars has always been kind of cheesy yeah you know it's always had this cheese moments at the end at the end of the day for, please forgive me for saying that force uh, at the end of the day um <coughs> you know i'd have to kind of mm. kind of laugh and go like you know what at the end uh, you know it was a good episode it was weird a lot of people at that point in episode three are also feeling like is boba fett not cool anymore you know like people are like they're calling him beta fett you know oh my god and it's just it's internet garbage shatter but at the end of the day man they did some cool changes i mean you gotta think about think about boba fett okay he he was raised by tuscan for five years well not just that let's go further back i mean it's what's happening on the book of boba fett is consistent with his character if you go from clone wars right because you know after you know Django died he was like an orphan scrounging on Coruscant, gets adopted by scumbag bounty hunters and yeah. becomes a little criminal. Totally. And he probably, now that he's older and, you know, he did the, the Tuscan drugs, 
he probably was, was like, you know what? I need a tribe. I need to like become a graceful old man. You don't get far without a tribe. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, let's just jump on to episode four. Episode four was, uh, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm in the middle of editing the episode, and I realized uh, Brett and I didn't talk about the fact that uh, the actor, the god, uh, Danny Trejo, is in Book of Boba Fett now as a rancor keeper. Um, the fact that he's in a rank, he's a rancor keeper and Boba Fett is kind of obsessed with the rancor and, uh, probably going to end up riding the rancor into battle at some point in time. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, regardless of how weird that episode was, uh, directed by Rodriguez, at least he brought Danny Trejo. I thought that was pretty awesome. Brett will agree with me. And, uh, you know, I guess everybody who didn't back the, uh, black series rancor is feeling kind of bummed right now, but, oh, well, what you going to do anyways, back to the episode. TV things. It was a it was a better episode. Um, interestingly Longer. enough, the, the person who directed it directed uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. Directed, um, you got served and all these other like dance movies. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Steph. I, I forget his name, but the fellow who directed it, um, you know, is known for all <laughs> these like performance uh, dance movies, um, and I, I just couldn't couldn't. Uh, <laughs> couldn't stop laughing um about the fact that you know i guess action in, in you know action and fighting is the same as dancing dance choreography right? i mean yeah totally in a, in a lot of ways i love that phil lamar is the leader of the pikes and phil lamar is just like you know just he's been in everything he's yeah <laughs> crazy amazing yeah that's crazy so um, phil if you're listening please come on the show <laughs> Episode four of Book of Boba Fett was called uh, The Gathering Storm, where basically Boba Fett is like, yo, it shows you uh, pretty much him getting back to Slave One, which is now called something else. Fire Spray. The Fire Spray. It, that's the kind of ship it is, is a Fire Spray gunship. Yeah. Because he's specifically in the episodes like, I need to get back my Fire Spray gunship. Yeah. It's like, I need to get back my Ford Maxima. I want you to help me. Help me recover my Fire Spray gunship. Where is it? Jabba the Hutt's palace. Totally. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Totally. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting because, like, I think the, the Slave One is just such a trippy name for a vehicle, you know, and I think Disney's like, ah, it's, it's just, we don't need to call it that. Yeah. I mean, you know, why why cause anything you don't have to cause? Yeah, I guess. But either way, uh, that episode four was pretty killer. We had um, basically how he hooked up with um, our favorite character, Fennec Shan. Yep. Uh, let's take a let's take a little sidebar. Let's worship uh, the actress Ming Na for being. I mean, Fennec she's Shan. just crazy. That I've always just been so into her, and then to find out that she was like a lifelong Star Wars freak, mm -hmm. you know, and that this is just something she's always been wanting to do is yeah. just crazy. And I and uh, you know, Ming, if you're listening, come on the show. Exactly. And then her Black Series figure is the, one <sighs> of the best figures. I gotta say that it is. And I was like, you know, when you when you get something that you don't find on the shelves, you have to go like. Please don't be, you know, loose. I should have brought her down yeah. to play with Orko, but please don't be loose and please don't be, you know, kind of, and mine came perfect. Yeah. You, you opened yours, right? I opened mine and I loved it. The great. sculpt is great. The gun hit fits the gun, on great. The, the helmet fits on great. And, and like, She's very Halloween. Her outfit is the orange highlights with the black and even like her, uh, the like stuff holding her hair braids in place is yep. the same color. It's that orange. And sometimes you have to take a picture of a fig to see to really see. Yeah. But this one really, and I did. I took thousands of pictures of this fig. She's beautiful. Yeah. It was. It's. It's one of my favorite Star, Star Wars Black Series figures in a long time. I'm gonna pair her with that orange and black astromech droid. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, back to Boba Fett. 
So episode four basically found, uh, you find out how he hooked up, uh, Boba hooked up with Fennec Shand, kind of saved her life. Yep. Took her to the mods. Yep. It circles back around. Got her, so now got you her, have to see why they... Got her modified. And apparently these kids are just into modifying their body. And I guess it's very futuristic, even though it's a cyberpunk idea. A lot of people feel it isn't very Star Wars. But, well... Because there are people like, oh, well, you know, if, if they were into that... Why didn't you see more of that in other movies? Well, you got to like find things out. How about how he's all, aren't you a little old to be here? Yeah. There's ageism in Star Wars. I yeah. love it. And it's, uh, so, so the, the guy- You can't he, get modded. Aren't you old? I'm trying to think about it. Well, well it's funny because the guy- Why would you want to get modded? You're old. The guy who played the mod doctor was the fantastic, one of my favorite musicians, Thundercat. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you know he was going to be in it? Did not. Did, did you not. shit your pants when you saw I him? was surprised. That song that they're playing is his. Well, see, that's another, that's another thing. I was talking to Farron Loathing about this. When they play, like, Earth-like techno music in Star Wars, it kind of takes me out of it. Right. You know? Yeah. I had a little a couple issues with that. But, hey, they fixed up our girl. You, you understand how she got those, like, robo-abs, you know? Yeah. And, I want uh, them. And she's like, you know, uh, Boba Fett's like, uh, you know, let's, uh, I need you to help me do a couple things. Um, he goes and fucking kills those bikers. I mean, in a very video game ass. Oh, but he just, he just, the look on his face of just gunning down yeah. those bikers on the desert. He killed my family. Amazing. Goodbye. Amazing. And then he's like, oh, I need to go find my armor. And. Also, he realizes, too, that it's not just those bikers that are responsible for yeah. those. It's the pikes as well. It has well. to be the pikes. He knows that they're going to go to war with the pikes. Yeah. So, um, and also trying to retrieve the armor that isn't there from the belly of the Sarlacc was hilarious. Yeah. To where, you know, he's just covered in the stuff and he's trying to find his armor. And then meanwhile, just like, Fennec's just like, yo, let's just drop the bomb and, and be done with this shit. Fire in the hole. Yeah, and, and um, I love the flyover the over the barge. I want to yeah. like pause it and go through that debris field because you know there's going to be tons of shit when the when the fire spray is taken off out of the <laughs> hangar. Formally it knocks one. over a skiff. You see yeah. a skiff like tumble towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got to tell you that it's cheesy. Oh, how about that one Gamorrean guard that's all but running towards the ship? You know, he's just a total like lard fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, but he's just great. Those are my favorite things about this thing is the Gamorreans. Yeah, the, just... the, the break in, uh, the break in scene when they break into Jabba's palace to seal back the uh, the slave one is Star Wars. Very Star Wars. It's droids and everything. Fifty percent Star yeah. Wars. You get a a, 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 a gonk droid, a, a double gonk droid. Yeah, which are the walking batteries. Yeah, give me a break. And I also love how finally when you go to the you know the current time when he's like we got to build an army. He meets with all the warlords and is like. I got a rancor now. I'm going to feed you guys with the rancor unless you, you know, agree with me. And it's like right away because I he has his back like right away. Yeah, and then it's, it's <sighs> funny because it. I saw this great meme that's like Fennec is the person who speaks up at McDonald's for Boba when he's older is wrong. She's like, yep. She's like, hey, he yeah. said no mayonnaise. <laughs> exactly. With that look she has, <laughs> oh, I love her so much. I love her so so much. So let's talk I'm gonna about have just nothing but her in my picks. So let's let's talk about. So that episode was great. Better than the better than episode three. A lot more happened. Pushing it along, still moving slowly. So at the end of the episode, you had a little prelude, a little 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 uh, teaser of potentially the Mandalorian yeah. theme. So, it's gotta be him. So you think they're just gonna like call up Mando like, hey man, could you come help us kill some pikes or something? And can you bring Bosk and Well, here's the thing. They they got um they went ahead and uh you know hired uh Nubaka, aka 
black chrysanthemum. Nubaka. Nubaka. Yeah. Well, the designer, the guy who designed him in the comic book or whatever, actually called him Nubaka for a while until he figured out his real name. I love it. Yeah. Uh, black chrysanthemum, man. I love that guy. Love he's great. That he's going to be on the team. Uh, Boba, Boba and him have worked before. They know each other. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we got to see him pull some arms off they Trandor They worked for Shin. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Black so, Chrysanthemum's the shit. Yeah, so um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what other bounty hunters show up. We want to see Boss. We want to see Dengar. I'll take an IG droid, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I want to see... I think the, the thing that would make me lose my shit, dude, is if, like, they get the old crew back together, and then the Pikes hire Cad Bane. Oh! Yeah. Whatever it's going to be, these next, these last three episodes are going to fucking shit your pants. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really sure. I mean, oh man, it's going to be. I mean, they can do whatever they want, and they know what they're going to. They know what they're going to fucking do for us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, Book of Boba Fett has been give me that Kurzantin fig. Has been a mixed bag, but it's definitely staying on course. And hey, it's perfect it's, little, perfect little getaway. People can complain all they like, but hey, you're, you're lucky you were even seeing this. Exactly. Would Absolutely. you rather be seeing nothing? Would you rather not see a slate or um, fire spray hover over a the fire spray? Kill a bunch of Nikido bikers. Yeah, those nasty little things. Yeah, Tatooine's so, angels. <laughs> Tatooine's angels. Um, so another thing that was interesting about the book of Boba Fett is the actress who plays um who plays one of the main mod uh kids is also uh in the TV show that I just finished watching Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Oh, okay. She plays a younger version of the um Juliet Lewis character. Have you watched Yellow Jackets yet? No. Oh man, you got to watch it. I hear good things about it. Uh, her name is Drash. Is that her name? And on Star Wars, yeah, yeah Drash. Yeah. So, uh that actress is in Yellow Jackets and uh that's on Showtime. That just wrapped up its first season with a wicked cliffhanger. I can't recommend the show enough. You got to watch it. I will. Is it drama? Is it crime? Is it a cult mystery? I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch it right now. Yeah. And then um, I was also, we were watching Cobra Kai, but we kind of took a break on that, even though Cobra Kai is getting really good. I'm, I love the original. It's like a fifth season. Yeah. I love the original Karate Kid movies. And the third Karate Kid movie is just really weird. And uh, anyways, they brought back a character from that. Totally enjoyable. Um, and then the other show that I can't stop gushing about is Peacemaker on HBO Max. That's what you've been telling me you about. You need to watch this show. I know. I need to have a day off. John Cena uh, is awesome in this. And basically, <laughs> Peacemaker takes place like a week after the the, the end of the last Suicide Squad movie. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's just the adventures of him, you know, getting hired by the same agency that, you know, runs the Suicide Squad to be their hitman. Because he has to like work off the years still of his original sentence, man. And John Cena is a delight watching him just like be the cheesy, dumbass, violent thug that he is. And another cool thing that happened in Peacemaker is that um, they introduced Vigilante. Vigilante was like the you know DC's version of the Punisher yeah. in the in the eighties uh, and nineties, and they introduced him as his best friend. And I'm just telling you. Watch Peacemaker. I am going also to. the music. I'm going to start it tonight. James Gunn's choice in music is amazing. In one episode, Peacemaker like bangs out some rocker chick and goes through her record collection. She's got like Hanoi Rocks and Cinderella yeah. and Firehouse. Totally. And it just, it's, it. 
All that 80s well, shit you love, man. You yeah, my watch friends it. in a band called Vane, and they played Vane's song in that in episode four. So oh, yeah, I crazy. Catch up. Yeah, nice. Well, Beat yeah, the bullet, baby. Yeah. So check that out. Aside from that, you know, we'll go into more TV things as they happen. I heard good things about this new one on Netflix called Article Eighteen. Yep. Somebody uh, told me about that. I heard that was really good. But anyways, I think that's what we got for TV things. Well, then let's take a little break. I'm gonna be right back. Thank you. The Shogun Warriors, Guy King with rocket boosters, Great Mazinga with rocket launcher. Is he friend or foe? You can decide. Launch his claw. Imagine his breath is a blast of fire. The large Shogun Warriors and Godzilla, they're ready to strike when you are. The Shogun Warriors, Great Mazinga, Guy King, and Godzilla, each sold separately. Accessories not for use with smaller Shogun Warriors from Mattel. And we're back. About things. Hello. Hey, so we're back. And uh, this is, uh, you know, the uh, uh, budget size episode of Where the totally. Toys Are. Well, it's it's like late January. It's also icky and yeah, things. Yeah, it's late January. We just both got off work. We're just chilling. Yep. We just wanted, wanted to check, check in with y'all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So we didn't do Stockton Com because it was going to be too foggy to get there. Yeah. And we didn't do... What was there? Something else we were going to do? I don't know. Oh, the toy, the Santa Clara Toy Show in oh, that's, March. Oh, that's coming up. I think we will probably go to that. Uh, I think Brett, I'm going to be working. Yeah, Brett might be working for the Super 7 booth. So if I'm going to be there, stop by and get my autograph. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll, he'll be handing out headshots. Headshots? <laughs> it's, it's a kissing booth. It's a kissing booth. It's a kiss my ass booth, <laughs> motherfucker. We're all going to share the same swab. Yeah, we're gonna. He'll swab you for coronavirus. I'm going to bring four swabs and I can only see 16 people at a time. Because <laughs> you're a vet now. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, something... Something else that happened this week is I started uh, going through all my Marvel Legends figures and other figures that I'm just like, you know what? I don't need this figure because I just don't need it. Yeah. Certain figures, Marvel Legends figures, you buy just to get a part to do a build a figure or something. Pirate Deadpool. Yeah. So I went ahead and um, did some clearing out, and uh, I generated a big box of like Marvel Legends, McFarlane stuff, some Star Wars stuff. I finally got rid of the Rogue One figures. So I can get the ones with the new face tag. I'm going to do that after I get the new ones. Yeah. I've already got uh, none. Well, I... K2SO. Yeah, I got rid of, um, you know, uh, the Cassian. I got rid of Jin. I got rid of the other two main characters. I kept the robot because it's the robot. You know, I don't know. That's a generic robot, It doesn't need face tag. Uh, I I kept Sherit and I kept, um, anyways, the, the other two dudes. And, um... Got rid of them, and I happened to also, uh, you know, stop by at Merchants uh, to, to my homies who collect toys who work there. I'm like, yo, do you, get, do you want any of this stuff? And uh, the homie Young went ahead and picked up uh, the Fantastic Four figures that I want to get rid of. That he, you know, he's a big Fantastic Four person. Uh, the homeboy uh, Coldblood Colby, he picked up my Guardian figures. He was pretty stoked, so I'm glad they're going to have a new home. That's pretty cool. So I went ahead. Coldblood. Coldblood. That's who. Yeah, I uh, see him all the time on on my things. things. Yeah, uh, the homie Coldblood. So. Yeah. Um, Hello, Cobra. Colby. <laughs> hey, what's up, Colby? Um, so I took that box to um, a store, a cool toy store, a true toy store in Alameda, California called Toy Safari. They have Legos. They have little kid toys, blocks. They have action figures. They have vintage action figures. They have really, really cool stuff. Loose and <clears throat> in box and new. So I told um, I took my, my the rest of my box and sold it off there and made some good money. And uh, yeah, so I did that. I feel good about like purging a little bit, you know. That's an amazing store. It, I'm looking it up right now. It is on 1410 Park Street, Alameda. 
it's a, I'm sure everybody not everybody listening to this is gonna know it. It's an old historic like stretch of land. Yeah. So you're gonna see like this toy store, um, a really old, old diner, old diners, yeah. completely antique stores. Amazing, amazing place, yeah. and um, yeah, I haven't been there in years. Yeah. Probably right before the pandemic's part of the last yeah. time. If you're gonna go find loose Star Wars figs, babes, this is your place. Yeah, they have a lot of good loose stuff. I was eyeing some old uh, vintage GI Joe stuff. Some old. I'm gonna old take stuff. some things over there to them. Yeah, you really should because at because the end of the day, it's like it's just sitting here in your house. Did you open this thing? Did you like actually take that out of its box and things? The, oh, this uh, Grayskull thing? Uh, Brenda's pointed to the mysteries of Castle Grayskull. I opened it, took it out, played with it, put it back. Same thing mm. with the Faker uh, the Faker and Duplicate. I haven't really opened that yet. Yeah. The box is just so great. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I want to have like the, you know, Stridor and all the things attached to the castle, but I yeah. don't want to open it. I should have got two. Yeah. Well, I don't Greedy know. little things. <laughs> yeah, well, the new the He-Man packaging again, it's just, it's freaking amazing. It really is. Yeah. I like colors. I like things. Well, anyways, Brett, you got anything else you want to share with the people? I really don't. It's good seeing you. It's and good, it's good, good you. connecting with all the people. You guys, as always, let us know. Hit us up. If you ever want to, like, you know, need anything from us or, yeah. or you know, want to do anything with, to us. Or want some good <laughs> advice. Us. You know, if or you want to find good, good tacos, advice. you know. Yeah. Or if you can hook us up with... You know, certain, you know, figs, or if we can hook you up with certain figs. I think I'll let my, um, our community know when yeah. it comes time to sell the things there before anybody else. Absolutely. Just do like throw it on Instagram, do a little quick, D- you know, DM me. <laughs> yep. Up, price up, up, up. it up. And also, we've lost a lot of people uh, oh, in the last two weeks. We lost um, Betty White, who you thought was never going to die. We lost uh, Bob Saget. We also, uh, just in the last 24 hours, have lost Louis, uh, Louis Anderson. Yeah. And meatloaf. Yeah. Meatloaf. Yeah. Crazy to how, think. How crazy is that? I mean, how old do you feel? He was, he, well, he, he was, he, he was in his seventies. He was my dad's age. He was yeah. 74. Yeah. But he, he was um, a big dude. Big dude. And he died of COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. So who knows what, how his life had ended up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 74 and I'm. Yeah, you know, so oh, and so too. Oh, don't stop doing the math, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep doing the math on shit. I'm like, and I'm I like, only got no, half of my life left. Maybe. Wait a minute, have my yeah. midlife crisis if I live to be 115? Hey, you know what? You get some modifications. You're doing a scooter. <laughs> I'm a mod. I'm a mod. You're doing well, a scooter. Sammy, I love you yeah. so much, and it's going to be a great year, you all. Thank you all so much for listening all the time. Love you too, Brett. Good to see you. You too. And like we always say about this time. Peace through plastic. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Toys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds. Oh.